shirt was open at the throat and his sleeves rolled above the elbows. His thick black hair was becomingly dishevelled and his blue eyes shone with saffirine brilliance. The sight of Emerson's splendid physical endowments never fails to stir strong emotions, but on this occasion I resisted the distraction since I was genuinely curious. Why are you reading the Bible, Emerson? The answer to that question will become evident in due course, Peabody. Have you no comment to make on my original statement? Well, as to that, I replied, settling myself more comfortably, you know as well as I do that the statement is, to say the least, inaccurate and exaggerated. Don't tell me you have read the entire Old Testament. How far had you got? Emerson glanced down at the volume open on his desk. Genesis and Exodus, he admitted. It gets damnably boring after that. One does not read the Bible to be entertained, Emerson, I said severely. Then why the devil does one read it? Before I could reply, an emphatic knock at the door preceded the appearance of Rose, who announced that luncheon was ready. Our very efficient housekeeper is allowed in Emerson's study only when it reaches a stage of questionable hygiene, She gave it a critical look, pursed her lips and shook her head. Emerson saw the look. Rising in haste, he said, Oh, coming, Rose, coming at once. A formal meal in such warm weather, and when there were only three of us, was, in my opinion, a waste of time. Gargery, our butler, did not share this opinion, primarily because he seized every opportunity to listen and contribute to our conversation. I do not encourage this, but Emerson has not the least notion of proper behaviour with servants. After serving cold ham and salad, Gargery inquired, May I ask, sir and madam, whether you have had a letter from Master Ramses recently? As I had often told Gargery, our son had reached an age at which that childish title was inappropriate. The name was equally inappropriate, but Ramses had been given that appellation in infancy because of his imperious manner and the fact that his swarthy complexion and dark eyes and hair appeared more Egyptian than English. I have sometimes been asked to account for this resemblance. I see no reason why I should. I replied with a rather curt negative, and Emerson, who had finished his ham and salad, asked, What do you know about the Old Testament, Gargery? It's been a while since I dipped into the good book, sir, Gargery admitted. I remember David and Goliath, and the parting of the Red Sea, and a few other stories. Stories is the word, said Emerson. There is not a jot of historical evidence for any of them. This was aimed at me, not at Gargery, so of course I responded. If it is history you want, you had better skip on to the books of Kings and Chronicles— The historical validity of the Exodus has been much debated. No, Emerson, I do not care to debate it now. But the lives of the kings of Israel and Judah are based on solid historical evidence. Emerson pushed his plate away and planted his elbows on the table, a deplorable habit of which I have not succeeded in breaking him. Is that so, Peabody? Perhaps you would care to cite a few examples. Though I would never have admitted it to Emerson, it had been some time since I had dipped into the Old Testament. I promised myself I would do so immediately after luncheon. Do your own research, Emerson. 
You wouldn't take my word anyhow. Nefret, my dear, you haven't eaten a thing. You seem a trifle out of sorts these days. Is something worrying you? The disingenuous attempt to change the subject succeeded. Emerson, who adores his adopted daughter, glanced at her in alarm. No, well, I miss the boys. Not that you and the professor aren't splendid company, she added quickly, but but with David in Yorkshire and Ramses off in the wilds of Palestine. You have no one to play with, I suggested. Nefret returned my smile. I suppose that was how it sounded. Oh, it is perfectly understandable that David would rather be with Lear. They're madly in love and it will be some time before they can be married, but why did Ramses go herring off to Palestine? He might at least have the decency to write. Mr. Reisner's offer to work with him at Samaria was a splendid opportunity, I said, and you know Ramses has never been...